0: What's up everyone, welcome to another episode of Desolation Radio, it's me, your boy Dan Evans, I'm joined as always by the boy Nathan Cush, good evening, and the boy Dr. Kieran Smith.
1: Alright, how's it going Dan?
0: Not bad lads, how are you, how are you both holding up?
2: Yeah, pretty good, um, yeah, as, as you know I've, I've just come back today from um, prospecting all that gold, which is what I've been uh, missing really, Fool. well,
1: re- sorry? Fool's gold. What did you
2: find? No, it was It was real gold. And then I was like, I found a bunch of it. And I was like, oh, it looks like all the currency is going to collapse. So I've buried it again now. And I uh, forgot where I buried it. So I just have to go back out again. I'll try and find my, my gold. Like.
0: Okay. So obviously, we are, I think, about just coming up two weeks maybe since our virus podcast. And this is part, what part is it? Four of our. Three. Uh, update on coronavirus we're sorry that we haven't been uh coming at you more regularly what can i say i'm a very important key i'm a very important key worker so i am busy all the time that has uh, got a
2: suspicious tan as well <laughs> um
0: yeah so no i hope you're looking after yourselves and being responsible um i've got here a letter from a listener um from michael whedon age 34 it says Is that the
2: one in crayon
0: yeah it says, he did Dear, a nice
2: picture of the, the two of you holding hands at the bottom, didn't
0: he? It said, Dear Dan, um, I love the show. Big fan of Desolation Radio. Big fan of you, specifically. Um, would like to be like you one day. Um, however, sometimes when I listen to your show, you go, you, you're so ranty and you go off on tangents and I find it difficult to keep up. Please, could you signpost the different topics so I am able to follow the flow of the chat okay well michael thank you for your letter i have to say you are Hope the you're first is per- the first person i think that's that has raised that has raised that but i'm sure you, you know other people do think the same because we forget sometimes that not everyone you know is able to follow conversations on politics or you know they don't have the necessary intellectual capacity um so what we're going to do in this in this special episode, we're going to try signposting and explaining each step of the episode. So, in the first half, we're going to talk about Westminster, what's been happening, um, you know, basically like the real, real politics.
2: <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> be <laughs> animating real, real, po- well.
0: real, politics. What's been happening in like a proper, a proper country um, <laughs> <laughs> um, in England, and then we'll in the second half, we'll go through the the litany of welsh government failures in a
1: what it's like to live in a fourth world country
0: in a scathing (laughs) uh, in our our trademark um scathing uh comedy fashion
2: Mm, what it's like (laughs) to live in a feudal system
0: so going on to um i think that obviously the main talking point which kind of sums up everything that's happened thus far is this you know leaked sunday times letter Oh, oh no, it's not leaked, the Sunday Times story. You say
2: why she didn't pay for it?
0: <laughs> the Sunday Times story on um, the failures of the British government so far, um, which was obviously behind a paywall in the Sunday Times and all these journalists are like crying and people are like pirating it, which is just like the funniest thing I ever, like as if we, <laughs> as if we give a shit about, um, you know, your, if casualty, paper it paper yeah. goes um, And yeah, it's, and, and this is what's interesting, it's, um it's a takedown of Boris Johnson. It shows that well, this is what I find fascinating. You know, this is for a lot of people, this big pullback and reveal, especially like for the you know, the chattering classes, like Robert Peston and, and all these other pundits, they're horrified by this. You know, it's just like, Oh my god, I can't believe this guy who was quite clearly you know, a lazy, incompetent, self serving, you know. Not um you Know is actually like this in power, and it's like, well, it's it's literally not a shock to anyone. For any, you don't have to be an analyst to realize well, this is what's obviously going on behind the scenes, you know. Now, Pairsten, now,
2: sorry for Peston, it was the first thing he
0: read there wasn't a press release from uh,
2: <laughs> <yeah>. from Westminster, <laughs> well,
0: yeah. And he's just, yeah, I mean, Peston's just different gravy, um, but yeah, it just says that you know, Boris basically missed five cobra meetings, he went away to checkers, he went away with his missus all the time, um, rather than attend. These meetings, which were sort of increasingly saying the pandemic is going to be this disaster, they are basically ignoring advice from that's coming out of from scientists, particularly in Imperial College, which says actually this is going to be this is going to be awful. And they only act, you know, was it into March or was it the end of February um, after eight weeks basically of complete inaction.
1: Oh, the, um, the first the first Cobra meeting that Johnson attended was the third of March,
0: <laughs> and they and they, only,
1: they didn't lock out for weeks after that.
0: Yeah, and they only attend they only start to take well belated action after they look at what's happening in Italy with the mortality rate or something and realize the mortality rate in Italy was higher than they expected, so like double. Um, Johnson was asking to borrow other countries' homework, like. Uh, <laughs> And that's one. But I mean, this is the. Th- I mean, it. This is the thing with like these people who are like you know running, running the country. That they are like you know, he is a chancer He's a grifter. These people are not people that um, do the work, or they're not serious people. They get by on their public school arrogance and this enti- sense of entitlement that you know I can just bluster my way through things. That's that was what summed up the Brexit negotiations, and it's what sums up their approach to this. And unfortunately people are gonna are gonna die. Um what did you think of it?
1: Oh, article. Yeah, well, yeah, similar thoughts really. But just just the fact that they it, they were just so late to respond meaningfully and the fact that they they clearly backtracked on the on what was clearly the um the, the strategy, the herd immunity strategy. Yeah. From day one. And I what I can't get my head around is um like one of the things, the, art, the points the article makes is that, you know, global pandemic is one of the things like the, it is the top of the list in terms of risks to national security and, and, and all the rest of it. And um, yet, like n- none of the supposed contingency or emergency measures that were, you know, that have been in place through various reviews and like, t- you know, and tests over the decades, n- none of it came into action. What, what happened was nothing for weeks, despite everything that was happening in Europe and, and the numbers, you know, skyrocketing.
0: i tried to get some of the, uh, the quotes up, which were fairly telling you know so there's no way you're at war if your pm isn't there what you learn about boris he didn't chair any meetings he liked his country breaks he didn't work weekends he was like working for an old-fashioned chief executive in a local authority 20 years ago real sense he didn't do urgent crisis planning it was exactly like people feared he would be um again apart apart from the the pundit class like laura coonsberg you know what does she call him if carlsberg did you know, Tory politicians. She was someone who was literally like licking her lips when she was like <laughs> hearing the news of him coming into the, to power.
2: Their hands under uh, the table for a good while.
1: Yeah, but I mean, what doesn't make sense to me is that even if even if the excuse, you know, when when the inevitable inquiry happens and the excuse comes out that well, we didn't understand how you know how serious the disease was. There wasn't enough hard data coming out of China that we could make a decisive uh, you know, decision in back in January, February or even January um to lock things down. Well, I, I just don't understand if if it is the top priority, if a pandemic, a potential global pandemic is the top priority, then then why be so laxadaisical about it? Why not react quickly and and hit it hard and lock down hard early? even if you don't know how serious the data is going to be well, there's alleviate things li- earlier on i mean that's what we're paying the price for now is the fact that we didn't lock down quickly enough there was um, a, a,
2: a similar article to the one in uh, the times by reuters who came out like a few weeks before it was basically saying that like or johnson's arrogance still so, like well we've got the nhs we've got national health service like we're all right you know just yeah. like like kind
0: of yeah it'll be all right and the times i mean the times one says that they reckon the preparation for the no-deal Brexit sucked all the blood out of pandemic planning. So basically, everything was diverted into Brexit. Um, yeah. I mean, and they've, they've also said... I mean, th- so this is what I think is interesting. The takeaways from the article is that, like, obviously, we've been wondering, you know, the, the reason the British government are being so shit and the Welsh government being so shit because the communication's being so bad, you start to wonder, like, is it, A, you know, because they're evil, like Dominic Cummings, and they want everyone to get herd immunity and die... Is it, you know, B, they're completely incompetent and useless like Johnson? Or is it C, you know, is it something to do with like crony capitalism that like, you know, when Johnson said we're not shutting down because we didn't want to spook the the stock market? um, The article basically thought like it it kind of like implies it was about what, you know, B bar is being incompetent. But like, I think the reality is clearly that it's all it's all three, you know, like he's he's not just a lazy man you know he is obviously a lazy man but like there was also that um that speech gave on february that uh was leaked and he was basically saying that there's going to need to be a country that bucks the trend you know is like a superman um and comes to the defense of the market you know and that's going to be the uk you know so these are yeah he is a lazy and incompetent idiot but there are
2: is a megalomaniac so, as well.
0: there are there are ideological principles that underlie this which is a, a massive commitment to deregulation to you know the free market to the stock you know the stock market and I think um you know so that's I think the problem will be if people go oh it's just this one buffoon in the white house uh, in the white house in number 10, in you know in, in 10 Downing Street whereas yeah he clearly is like not fit to be prime minister and is an idiot but the structures that have enabled him to get there and the structures that have, you, you know, he, he, he's, he's surrounded by people who are obviously fellow travelers and like minded. Um. Oh, by the way, did you, did you hear the thing in the, um in the article about like, there was one, guy, <laughs> there was one guy who was like, re- really keen, like chief scientist was like really keen to um yeah. uh, say, oh, we should do this. But there's like, his computer failed on a Skype call. <laughs> By February the 21st, right, 400,000 deaths. By the time Johnson departed of the countryside, there was mounting an ease among scientists about the exceptional nature of the threat. Sir Jeremy Farrar, an infectious disease specialist who was a key government advisor, made this clear in a recent BBC interview. I think from the early days in February, if not in late January, it was obvious this infection was going to be very serious and it was going to affect more than just the region of Asia. Asia. I think it was very clear this was going to be an unprecedented event. By February the 21st, the virus had already infected 76,000 people and had caused 2,300 deaths in China and was taking a foothold in Europe, with Italy recording 51 cases and two, uh, two deaths the following day. So this is February the 21st. Nonetheless, nerve tag one of the key government advisory committees, decided to keep the threat level as moderate. Its members may well regret that decision with hindsight, and it was certainly not unanimous. John Edmonds, one of the country's top infectious disease modelers from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, was participating in the meeting by video link, but his technology failed him at the crucial moment. Edmonds wanted the threat level to be increased to high, but could not make his view known because the link was glitchy. <laughs> he sent an email later making his view clear. J.E. believes that the risk of the UK population should be high, as there is evidence of ongoing transmission in Korea, Japan, and Singapore, as well as China. The meeting's minute state. But the decision had already been taken. I mean, the thing is... <laughs> well, I know.
1: Like, like, so I, what's, what was that, John? We can't
0: quite hear you. I, I think this is a serious emergency. Talks, Every, run, run, run! Millions run, 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 run. will... Uh, right. millions, millions will what? <laughs> millions will fry? Millions pie? will be fine. <laughs> oh, I can't hear what he's saying. It's probably, probably, probably nothing important. Should we, um, there
2: is a look? high risk of
0: no threat. Why did just, you say it's no threat, John?
2: <laughs> but it's like...
0: I don't know. It's like, again, you're in, in the loop territory aren't you like this stuff is you know there's a guy actually on the other end of the call trying to say this is like really deadly serious and his and his skype is cutting out um and rather than like sort it out they just go probably (laughs) probably was nothing um let's just keep it as moderate um and that's lunch yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) time to hit the bar (laughs) Ooh. yeah happy. i don't want to miss the game yeah, what, 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 what i want to find interesting as well is it like oh sorry kieran go on me
1: yeah, sorry i was gonna say um they talk about how well i think it's singapore responded to it because yeah. what they've done is implement plans and you know um contingency plans that were written up by the uk government years ago and yeah. but actually implemented
2: them yeah it was the british S- but, south south korea as well have just absolutely
0: like um contained it well th- this is what is mental and like the UK is an island. Like you know, we have a, it had a huge head start, but also it's an island, and like it's saying in this that like all the people from like you know Chinese people just like were just still traveling en masse to the UK, no yeah. checks. And from Italy, like and and Spain, yeah. Well, like you know, things have got. You know, easier. like th- that's the huge advantage, which is like often forgotten. Like you could have been, the UK could have been relatively like hermetically sealed relatively easily early on just go right and let's face it that would have been a universally popular decision in this country shut the borders um, if it was up
2: to me i put all our gunships in the channel and shoot down any commercial shoot, flights
0: shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Um. so yeah I mean like the, the, but you know the article tells us what we you know UK is heading for the, the highest rate of deaths in Europe despite having this massive head start um, it's just you know it, we really are living in a dystopia i keep i I can't i keep thinking about um capitalist realism i just can't stop thinking about that book. you know the idea that like you know we're living through the end of the world it's not just something that's gonna it's gonna happen it's something that we are living through at the moment um
1: yeah because the because over the last i mean it seems so obvious to say it now but you know because over the last 10 years all the priority you know the human life has not been prioritized (laughs) public services has not have not been prioritized they were like systematically pushed off the agenda so that when now there is a crisis there's 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 no infrastructure to be able to cope i mean it's it's basic stuff isn't it
0: (coughs) yeah it's just it's absolutely painful and, and like the nhs has just been so systematically like gutted before this um, Do you think it, that's an advantage for like the
2: disaster capitalists as well? Just like, well, we can really put the NHS under strain now and like make, make make
0: more of um, an argument for privatisation. Well, we I think we should talk about the crisis and like what is going to happen like next at the end potentially. Um, like so, for me, the, the the Times article is is extremely interesting, but again, it wasn't anything that was you, you know it wasn't blindingly obvious um, to anyone outside. You know whoever who wasn't like a lobby hack um
1: but if uh you know if the the levels of just general like just how shambolic things are in, in down the street compared
0: to how they are they play out in <laughs> games, just, Yeah, so it's like a, they're having a they're having a competition um yeah we, we've got a yeah i mean like <laughs> honestly like if you have to sum up yeah so if you have to sum up
1: Oh, should we, should,
0: hang on, should we signpost for Michael? What, what, yeah. Um, Michael, we're about to go to a new segment. Now. Oh, yeah, Michael. Sorry, yeah, we're going to go to talk about Wales. Um, so uh, the thing that if Boris is kind of like the, you know, the id, you know, this sort of, um, I mean, what I find fascinating is like, you know, the idea that Trump could only have like emerged from America. He's like this grotesque Hollywood, you know, Monster that is, it was like you know, a manifestation of everything that's wrong with American society. You know, um, Boris is like the man, of the personification of everything that's wrong with like you know, British society. You know, like this lazy, incompetent public school bumbling idiot who you know, like he is someone who's like uniquely like British, product of the UK. Like, <laughs> yeah, what's happening in Wales could only happen in like, in, in my view, could only happen in Wales. Like, so on bank holiday Monday, (laughs) they closed the new testing centre at the peak. peak. (laughs) And they said, because it was bank holiday Monday, like, as if the hospital's just closed down as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, everything closed down. Well, it is is well known that viruses kind
2: of follow the the same trajectory of public holidays.
0: It's just just incredible.
1: incredible. To be fair, it was a nice weekend, so.
0: (laughs) So... um, yeah, so the Welsh Government have thus far, you know, they've missed every single testing target that they've set. In March, they said that by the 1st of April, they were going to get tests up to 6,000 a day. Uh, then the deal with Roche collapsed. Uh, and then Vaughan Gethin said on numerous occasions, well, that doesn't matter because we're going to be up to 5,000 by the middle of April. Um, obviously, middle of April has come. We're still only testing. We hit over 1,000 tests for the first time on the 15th but we've actually been testing so less. So on the 15th, we tested 1,014 people, but um, before that, the actual highest day of testing was April the 8th, when we tested 932. So since April the 8th, since these driving tests have been started, we've actually been decreasing. So 932 on April the 8th, April 9th, 926, April the 10th, 759, April the 11th, 615, April the 12th, 582, creeping back up now april the 13th 656 but i mean these are still you know the capacity has now been raised to one you know to 1300 so we're still massively under capacity which is just you you know like remarkable really um have they just got one day doing the test (laughs) that would be faster that would be more efficient yeah yeah it would be And if you have to sum up, like, all the ridiculous things about Welsh politics and how, like, petty it is, how incompetent and venal the people in charge are. So Adam Bryce on Twitter said, like, right, we are close – it was, like, the 14th of April, wasn't it? And he goes, tomorrow is the middle of the month. Are we going to get to 5,000? And then Vaughan Gethin was like, I actually didn't say it would be for the 15th of April. I said it would be the middle of (laughs) – (laughs) the middle of april then he just like flat out denied it and said like actually i didn't say that at all and there's all these like clips of him saying it and all these like news articles of him saying it um but it also goes to show like like what is happening in wales now this like literally litany this huge catalogue of of massive fuck-ups i mean this is what happens in pretty much every field in normal you know non-pandemic time in education in health you know in childcare, in the nhs in energy in the environment um you know that there, there's a culture of like repeatedly setting targets they just don't hit them they fail catastrophically and then they'll just like change the target or scrap the target and that's it nothing happens there's no accountability so what the only difference is happening now is that there's global like, like you know people are focusing on them andy davis is scrutinizing them and that's it like this is literally i mean if If you're like me and you spent your like the, the last you know five or six years like working on Welsh government or with Welsh government on policy and stuff, this is just how it, this is how it is. this is this is just what happens. I mean, look look at look at what they've done so far, right? So so far, they failed, obviously the first one to stop the rugby, didn't they? And then the stereophonics went ahead with ten thousand people packed in. Um, well,
1: two nights yeah.
0: yeah, so they didn't shut the caravan parks. There was no, there's no PPE. They've, they fucked up the volunteering database. Um, so there was no like webs, there was no like centralized website on, if you wanted to volunteer, you couldn't, um, they got the priority access slots for supermarkets. That was three weeks late because Leslie Griffiths wouldn't sign off on giving supermarkets the names of people cause she said it was a, um, it went against GDPR. So in that three weeks, people could have feasibly like starved to starved to death um, the collapse testing deal with Roche you know they closed the testing facility they under, they're under utilizing the testing capacity by half they sent 13,000 letters press um, <laughs> like yeah and but, people, but like, loads of vulnerable people still haven't had their letters and like it's yeah. just what what I find mental like the the, the let 13,000 letters to you know in any normal country these would be grounds for firing as individual incidents, you know what I mean? In Wales there's like no cause and effect. It's just and it's just we're just used to this. Like oh, and, but with a with the thirteen thousand letters, can you imagine like you've got some bloke in the Ronda opening up a letter and it's just like, oh it says you yeah, I'm eighty five and I've got AIDS you know and like <laughs> but all these people like but oh, all these Oh sure, we shouldn't have we shouldn't have shared last night, love. But all these people getting like they are worrying about GDPR with these, like, um, the, the supermarket shielding letters, and then they're sending people's intimate details to just random people. Like, it's just, un- it's just, like, absolutely ridiculous. And then, so, so now what they've said is in, I think it was Saturday's briefing, or maybe it was today, Drakeford said, we're now scrapping the testing Target's. And he blamed the press. He said the reason we scrapping them is because you got fixated on the number five thousand. Yeah, that's right. It's, for yourselves. It's our, it's, our, it's our, our, fault. It's our fault. Like rather than you consistently saying, "Don't worry, we're gonna get five thousand tests." Um, so the, yeah, there's no target now because we can't. We just can't. We can't hit it. Um, and I wonder where that five thousand thing came from. Was it they're so used to saying everything they do is radical or brilliant and di- diverting from the fact it's like. Their shit. I wonder if Vaughan Gareth just plucked this out of the air. It was like, oh, oh, five thousand by the middle of April, because normally you can just in normal circumstances they can just say stuff like this and no one will ever pick them up on it. I mean, like, let's not forget that if it wasn't for Andy Davis actually going down to the testing centre in Cardiff and seeing that it was closed, you know, actually taking the initiative, no, no one would have known. It wouldn't. It wouldn't even have been a story. And like, because obviously the, the Welsh media is so so pathetic. That they just, you know, that they just let them get away with it all the time. Um, it,
2: it goes hand in hand to their approach, or isn't it? Like, right, we can do five thousand tests. Right, can anyone help us out, please? Does anyone yes. want to do this? Right, no.
0: So There's just, I mean, the litany of things they've done. I'm, I don't know. It, it's like
1: one one of the worst things is the just the lack of like of communication.
0: Yeah. Mind blowing.
1: Like the, the website itself is just completely.
0: Well, <laughs> they just yeah. have,
1: there's nowhere near the like the drive to like promote a sense of you know a government you know really uh, you know at the edge of capacity and really going as hard as they can to battle yeah. this terrible crisis. There's just this re all you get is just people being snarky on Twitter. <laughs> Like, genuine, like, elected officials being really snarky on Twitter. So, for example, you know, the whole crisis about PPE, which we don't even need to go into, it's that bad. Um, but, Scott, um, what, what did the Scottish government do? The SNP brought in, you know, a huge import of PPE from um, China. You know, there was a, they made a big press statement about it. There were photographs in the paper. It was, you know, it, it was an event. Yeah. And it made clear that, okay, this is what we're doing. So Adam Price... Who's basically the only member of the only opposition we have at the moment in um, in Wales, except maybe you, Dan. Exactly. Dan, <laughs> like the you know, like. It. <laughs> <laughs> like he said on you know, Twitter, what, you know what's being done. I hope, I you know, I've, he said I've written to the Welsh Health Minister last week urging to do so. Still no reply. All he gets is a reply from Lee Water saying right. we have we have obviously obviously we we'll be doing that.
0: Like, well, where's the proof of it? Where's I uh, no, yeah, Adam, uh, we're not stupid. Yeah, we're not stupid, Adam. Of course, we're doing it. Like, yeah. where is? Oh, yeah, we've got no photos. Oh, yeah, like every oh, aspect of the oh, no, every no, any aspect any. of the common strategy is like w- w- like if it you have enough. I don't know. It's, it's there's just, no strategy. There's there no was, strategy. No um, strategy. So like, with. if you think about it, the website for about two weeks into the crisis still had like coronavirus and uh, like tourism, like you know, there's, like a little tab you had to click. It wasn't like a, as a, a thing on the main website. Uh, like, Why is it under
2: tourism? Know,
0: like, tourism. Click, click on this. You um, know, like, click on this. The fact is, like, you know, Drakeford and Gareth keep appearing, you know, like, this has been filmed on the phone. It's wonky behind the fucking, like, that like, coaster. They it's, they stand in front of the,
2: not, the background it like, like, is weird as well. It's, like, tropical, like, <laughs> you know, it's, like, tropical. It's, it's not
0: just that. There was the fact that they don't use social media or the media effectively. So, like, at one stage, I was like, right, when are we getting the next update? Like, you're not told like that this, uh, here's going to be an update. Like, Vaughan Gething hadn't tweeted something for like six days. And I was like, when's he going to appear in public and tell us what's happening with like testing? And then someone said, oh, he was on BBC Wales politics like the day before. But you wouldn't know that from his tweet, you know, from his Twitter feed, from anyone else in the Welsh government, Twitter feed from the Welsh government. No one's saying, like, oh, look, the health minister speaking on BBC Wales and so on. So it, it's just like, they pull back from public view for one, so they're, they're getting like less and less. They're doing like less and less um, yeah. appearances. They're becoming more and more vague and like like hostile towards the press. Um, and like they also sent out Kirsty Williams the other day. Like they got they're so they're so cowardly. That was the day after like Gethin lost his shit about the testing capacity. So he was he was pressured finally to like you know you've you, you know why did you close. <laughs> Why didn't you close, like, the test and set her back all Monday? And they say, well, this is proof that something's gone seriously wrong. But obviously, as he does, he then blames someone else. So it's the health boards. They're not referring enough people in. Um, yeah. And then the next day, he sounds like Kirsty Williams, presumably because he's so rattled, he can't take it anymore. But, you know, she shouldn't be up there. Like, you, you, you know, you know they, they shouldn't be... They, they should be facing the media and doing regular briefings. And like you said, Kieran, if there was actually an attempt... Like, like any transparency to say, this is what we're doing. These are the issues, but we're trying. You know, I guarantee people would be getting behind them. But instead, yeah. as you like, like it's, all these, like, they're, reaction, yeah, they're just making inexplicable decisions. Like, why aren't you doing this? Like, why? Like, so for example, we know because the university said that the universities have approached the Welsh government, to offer to help with testing. That was a month ago. Nothing's come of that. What like you know, why? What like why wouldn't you say like A, why wouldn't you accept the help? But B if you wouldn't accept the help, or if there was an issue with like either university labs or something, just just say. Just come out and say, listen, like it's a great offer, but we can't do it because there's an issue, we can't get the chemicals or there's not enough swabs or or whatever. Who who knows? Do you know what I mean? Like who knows why? And like there's as you said, there's been no attempt whatsoever to keep the public informed, or even as you said, to even foster a sense of like we're all in this together. As you said, if anything they just kicking off and getting angry at people like daring to criticise him during a crisis. Um, I mean, some of the some of the tweets are just like, I mean, <laughs> you got Dawn Bowden who's like a week behind the news. She's watching like on catch up and yeah, like live so. tweeting and like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Like like sad face or something. Or oh, uh, the nice. news. The uh, news. There's
2: something the, called coronavirus in China. The, new, yeah, the
0: yeah. news about care homes. You know, care homes in England. You know, like the like Welsh care homes and Scottish care homes not being able to order PPE because Public Health England had like done something to sort of ensure that they were could own, that, that the supplier could only order sell them to Public Health England. Um, and now it's literally like a week later, she was like tweeted it was like I hope this isn't true. Was, like, what are you doing? Just go back to sleep. Like, just whatever it is you're doing. Um, you've had <laughs> oh man, like Lee Waters. I mean. To think this guy was once tipped as like <laughs> this, the next like rising star in Welsh politics. I mean, like, he has had the like obviously Gethin and Drakeford have come out with this terribly. Um, but Lee Waters has come out with it like all he's been doing. I mean, I obviously get that there's he's under pressure locally because like Price is basically his rival, but all it is is just like snarky comments, as you said, Kieran, like, oh. We have we have done this actually. We just we just haven't we just haven't bothered telling anyone about it. Yeah, I
2: don't have to tell you, do I? Yeah.
0: Can I see it? Oh no. 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 Um, of course we've done it
2: all.
0: And we've got to bring up what his tweet the other day before I forget it was absolute gold. What did he oh. Right, Where is it? <laughs> so he's in a debate with someone about like the block grant and B C Y. They aren't doing more. Why aren't they doing anything differently? And someone says about like you know, and then he says the issue is the quantum, not the. <laughs> not the ambition and he just like it is literally like that episode of friends when joey uh, buys the dictionaries but you can only afford the letter k so he just like gets really knowledgeable about uh, you know career and stuff like that mm-hmm. i mean it, it, it's it's someone who is incredibly stupid trying to work out a way of like how can i sound extremely smart and then like coming across the word like quantum and just like being desperate to like drop it into a conversation and Actually,
2: m- you quantumly find that this isn't
0: possible. Yeah, it's just like it's just a complete <laughs> idiot. Let uh, me quantify this for you. It's just, um, so regard going back to the testing and like the missing of the targets and the fact that they've scrapped targets now. Um, this is for you, Michael. Little we'll recap. They,
1: they did publish a review of the oh. test, um, which is a <laughs> kind <laughs> sort of uh, public release of information that they've done at all, really. And it's just, uh, it's clearly been knocked up in like,
0: on the back of a bag
1: packet by. You know, <laughs> I reckon,
0: I reckon, I reckon Dawn Bowden and Vicky Howells wrote it. Like, if you, like the English, like, like, there's random commas everywhere, right? And we were saying it reads like that bit on It's Always Sunny when, when Charlie writes the manifesto that Dennis reads out, you know, like, I leave power.
2: You got the script that I wrote?
0: Grab the script. I'm meaning to speak to you about this.
1: I can't read these words. They're, They're not in good. the right order. It's good. I think you might be dyslexic, bro. I'm not reading this. I'm gonna no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Please, read Please. I think it. you might be dyslexic. D- read the script once. Okay, you want me to read the script? Yes. All right. And action. I'll read the words you wrote. Hello, fellow American. This you should vote. Me. I leave power. Good. Thank you. Thank you. If you vote me, I'm hot. What? Taxes. They'll be lower. Sun. The Democratic vote for me is right thing to do, Philadelphia. So do. This doesn't make any sense.
0: You know, it just it means it's, it's completely nonsensical. It means nothing.
1: Well, my favorite bit is like the summary of the current position of what's happening. COVID-19 is an unprecedented public health challenge, which so far we have dealt with well as a nation. Have we? <laughs> How we dealt with? Um, we have suppressed the exponential rate of infection. <laughs> yeah. The NHS has not fallen over and in know, doing but... it, helped with
0: life. Oh right, so importantly, the NHS has not fallen over. Alright, so what I think is honestly what I think has happened there, I honestly think that they've used the synonym function on words. Not, so, not like, to repeat anything. So yeah, so not to repeat anything. Rather than like collapsed yeah, or yeah. like toppled, they, the synonym <laughs>
1: <over.
0: laughs> calling to their kid like what's uh, what's
2: another word for collapsed?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Fall over. Put that in.
0: But like, fund. I know it sounds, it's. I, I get that I can't. You know, I'm a, a snob and like you can't make fun of people, like people who are dyslexic or whatever. But like, yeah, fundamentally, but you if you've got proofread do- uh, government documents. if you've got a country that publishes a review of like testing, like it wasn't. It, you know, it wasn't a review. It wasn't a review. It's just like it's meaningless management. Meaningless management. Um,
1: any testing regime should involve which is like as you can test frontline workers test care workers test you know emergency services it's just all the basic stuff like yeah we really need to start doing this now
0: <laughs> and it doesn't say it doesn't even say like how they're going to do anything it just says like we're going to get the army in to help like get big boys in because they've seen like a tank or they've just gone like, wow, this is like they those guys must be good at doing something. Um, what happens if this gets armed, army? But what?
2: But what yeah, but is... why not, like, but why not missiles? Isn't it? Why missiles. not bring like,
0: univ- why not bring the university sector in as they've done in Scotland to help? Uh, no, in-
2: we use we use uh, army. But,
0: but like fundamentally, you're not like you. Re- I was lying in bed right, and I was reading this review, and I was kind of like, just like crack. Like I think I just read the Lee Waters Quantum tweet. And then I read the review, and you just like fundamentally, you you cannot expect these people to be dealing with a pandemic because like it's a government that like you said you can't it can't like even you know the press releases are terrible the way like it films it films the gov like the first minister's like appearances on a phone you know and like and they write this review and it's like full of grammatical errors and like how are these people meant to be? You, in charge of a pandemic like but also it's like a massive indictment of us as a nation that like these people are actually in charge of the country because they're just they're do you think um do you think
2: quantum is lee waters's pickup artist name
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like uh, i'm gonna get quantum money, baby. baby all right so all right so but like so it's the review is like nonsense as you said it's like completely nonsensical there's no like clear steps as to like What's going to happen?
1: But they well, do. One of the things that they like they want to implement is, you know, they, they need to let. Well, this has only been set up in the last month. It, you know, why is there bureaucracy in the first place? Exactly. Should it have been OK? How are we it? You know, this is uh, that's what I don't understand is that if it's if the potential for a global pandemic has been at the top of the list of priorities for UK and Welsh government for the last 20 years, how come there's been absolutely no sense of like immediacy or urgency about what they're doing? Uh, like, well, and so it's, you know, it's just this general. Like, and then they have to write a review. <laughs> That's it's the, it's how it is. They have to write a review about how bureau- bureaucratic the system is.
0: Well, it's, uh, yeah, I think this the Welsh like the Welsh disease is obviously like you know let's let's complicate let's add bureaucracy. But like, and, um, what I thought we need to check. About this review it says we need to like move the ceiling of like 15 referrals per local authority surely that like what what does that, refer, does that refer to like 15 individuals like per day so that would mean 330 people able to be referred but like surely that can't be right like it's just unbelievable like we know the testing rest- testing criteria is extremely restrictive so if you're an nhs worker you can only get tested if you're symptomatic and even then you have to go through your manager to sign it off then you get like either test in the university or sent to like a test site you know do you think,
2: like, do you think the welsh government have got a consensus from the 1500s and they just think it's still applicable now with population <laughs> i
0: just i i i don't know i mean like the whole the whole thing is like is absolutely baffling like as you said here and i don't see how you can actually I said it's new. It's new. The testing of people is new. So how could you? Yeah. I'm maybe. Well, gonna... maybe they. Like, but the, we like so much of Wales's problems can be traced back to the fact we've got 22 local authorities. We've got an obscene amount of bureaucracy for like a tiny country. Like you know, we don't need local authorities. Like you know, bureaucracy is like appalling at the best of times. And during a pandemic, when you've got all these managers, all these different layers of things, all people doing different things. That just is a recipe for absolute chaos and, like, nothing getting done anyway. Like, now it's been magnified. But then,
1: but then as you know, it's a recipe for... It's a strategy for deferring responsibility. Yeah, like, That's it. why the bureaucracy is there. It's so that yeah. nobody is actually personally accountable. Uh, I can't, like, yeah. The people in charge are not accountable, clearly.
0: No, well, Gethin can say now, like, oh, it wasn't me, it was a local authority. The local authority say it wasn't us, it was the government, or it wasn't us, it was the hospital managers who didn't refer people. And then... You know, and all the while, unfortunately, like people are people are dying and that's what is just so it it's just like it's I don't know, it's just incredibly bleak. Obviously it is like, you know, if it wasn't so bleak it would be it would be like a an ealing comedy because they're just they're so so incompetent. Um you know,
1: and so all they all they can do is rely on the um the charity of, of the you know Welsh businesses to like step in to <laughs> <burn God. laughs> Speaking of lost business. <laughs> yeah.
2: This know. this episode sponsors yeah. comes benign. through from Pandaren, <laughs> a smooth blend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, yeah, this is the Extra thing hills. that that's, yeah, Pandaren now are like um, touting it as a big, you know, um, you know, benign success that they've they've uh, bottled a load of this hand sanitizer they've made out of their surplus. <laughs> Surplus oh. alcohol um, and are selling it at like ridiculous
0: prices. 480. So <laughs>
1: that's
0: yeah. a big as a big win. Um, yeah, but and but now obviously the the news today is that they're supplying the NHS. Um,
1: this is the thing, though.
0: This is what's funny about that is that they're, they're supplying the
1: Welsh NHS. That doesn't mean that they it's charity that they're giving it for free. There's no indication that they're giving it to the NHS. A like there was somebody from Pen tweeted it today and said some of the output will be donated yeah then will go to welsh nhs which i presume because the the language they're using in the press releases or we're a supplier right so i presume they're going to be selling it so interested to know how much they're selling it for exactly but then the public like the ludicrous prices they've put on it for the public but you have to go to the shop (laughs) tiny little shop they've got in the distillery up in here
0: well, what what, what, fries me, what fries me about the app, this thing is that, like you know, for a, for someone who's outside the you know the the Bay Bubble or whatever, you know, a response to the pandemic would seem right. This is how you deal with it. You get all the Welsh firms. You don't you don't even have to nationalise them. But you go right. We're short of ventilators. You you and you make ventilators. Here are the blueprint. Here are the materials. Off you go. And that's happened to a degree like because of only because of Adam Price and Reese Thomas. Um, and then obviously there was like the ventilator challenge where they brought in like Dyson and Airbus and all that um, to use a British manufacturing capacity to make them. But why then aren't you doing that for like PPE, for masks, for hand sanitizer, for basically anything that is needed? Like so you go, right, we're short of this. We'll bring the university sector into help. And what what I find, and this is the inexplicable thing that makes you panic and anxious, is that the fact that universities are off to help. They've had nothing back, you know. And this, like, the fact that Pandaren are making this clearly shows that, like, there is a capacity to repurpose companies, which is what every, you know, non-expert like us is saying, like, why aren't you doing this? So they've just done it now, what, like a month into the pandemic, they've given hand sanitizer to the N- NHS. And then if you read this press release, which, as we were saying, it reads like Ken Skates basically thinks, again, like he's working, <laughs> thinks he works for Pendaren. So like,
1: a press release reads like an advert for Pendaren. I'll, <laughs> I'll read it bit. So it talks about the WHO guidelines and everything. Then, um, as a single malt distillery, <laughs> Ken Skates' <laughs> stills produce alcohol at an industry high of around 90%. <laughs> Common seventy five percent production of other similar distilleries. A that's smooth the, blend mixed with That's not an advert.
2: That yeah, that's the
1: Welsh government. Uh, um, have,
2: you, have you seen how the sanit, hand sanitizer comes packaged? It's like you know, like uh, you know, really stylized, and it's got like sawdust and stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's in like a little <laughs> yeah. little crate box.
1: Yeah, like uh,
0: uh, but, and then and then yeah. the substantive thing I think you know the the the, wor- the worrying thing about the um, the release is that. Uh, where is it? Um, oh, my God. Like, Ken skates again. Pender is a fantastic example of a business stepping up and adapting the way it works to support our efforts in beating coronavirus. Our NHS staff are performing life-saving acts of heroism every, each and every day. And as a Welsh government working together, businesses such as Pandaren, we're doing all we can to protect our health service and provide them with all they need. I thank Pandaren for the innovative thinking mm-hmm. and encourage more firms throughout Wales to follow their example. If you can and are able to change your way of working to develop products and devices to help beat coronavirus, then we want to hear from you. Like, it's just like this... this <laughs> Please write, too. But like, yeah, but like, they're so incapable of... They're so used to being like completely subordinate to capital, to business, and like just giving them money, you know, without asking any questions whatever. Like the idea of them actually, I think, like being the dominant partner and saying like, you're going to do this for us now just wouldn't even enter their mind. And like the the idea of actually, you know, bear in mind, again, this is meant to be like a socialist party. The idea of the state intervening in the market is obviously so alien to them that they can't even fathom it. So we've got the situation now, that like a month into a pandemic, they're still asking companies to like come forward and like maybe help them. But like if you're a company and you can be furloughed or you can access a massive grant and you don't necessarily know you've got materials, you're like you, you can't, you know, you're not going to do it. You like no, like no, no, that's exactly you know it. like oh I'm going to go back and like we'll try to make this out of whatever. You need a government to lead. To just say, like to use the materials, you need to be pumping off like a thousand of these, you know, a day, or whatever. Off I pump off
2: a thousand times a day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll support you, but you know, what I mean, that's obviously what's needed. And that's what I, you know, that's what normal countries are doing. Like, um,
1: this is what it, this is the thing, though, isn't it? It's- it's just like basic leadership, as you said, and assertiveness. It doesn't, the it doesn't mean you have to be authoritarian. It doesn't mean you have to nationalize everything immediately, necessarily, although, you know, obviously I would advocate yeah. uh, that. But it doesn't even mean you have to do that. It's just about being more assertive about, okay, what, like, finding out what's available. And yeah. then rather than phrasing it, like you said, um, or maybe if you could help, possibly, would you mind writing to us? You know but why, but they, they, how would they not want to want to know register why you're not us? Um but this is what this is what I can't like I keep going back to this, but I can't understand well if there supposedly were contingency measures in place and a strate- you know a strategic <laughs> to to address a crisis like this, like where is it then? <laughs> nobody clearly nobody knew the manufacturing capacity in Wales or beyond. Yeah, because so There's been no. There's there hasn't been a coherent effort to bring people in line and to and to get people on board. So what were the plans exactly? Because nothing seems to have fucking happened.
0: They obviously haven't got actually. They haven't obviously haven't even got a handle like a map of of like the the nature of the manufacturing capacity in Wales or even like who could make what because they're just asking like oh if you could, then you you know can you write to us? Well, no. Like you should you should know as a government, especially because they probably funded all of them this is what this company does Check all your like, you know like it shouldn't be that it shouldn't be this difficult but like you know they, they clearly haven't got a, like they haven't got a ha- like it's just not a functioning it's not a functioning country is it like they they are like the civil service is like obviously got no capacity they've got no they haven't got the will to like and this is what i i, I despise so much about them they're hands off with business and everyone else and yet they'll punch punch down ruthlessly. To political rivals like Plaid or people on the left so they'll just spend all their time attacking people on the left and all their time sort of like kissing the arse of business and by the way all the millions they've given Terry Matthews like you know one of the richest men in Wales um you know who's like worth billions and billions what's he can you know that was really worth it wasn't it you know what's he done he's fired all his staff and that's it he hasn't chipped in or helped out because he's a billionaire Uh, and it's just like unbelievable right but in terms of the contingency planning if we had more money hint hint or if we could do this full-time and be like investigative journalists we've been rooting around and like there's all these like public health wales and welsh government things like the pan wales uh, plan pan wales strategy things like this all these documents which look pretty well thought out and vigorous from you know 2019 2018 and they're all essentially like in clear flow charts and diagrams, this is what happens when we have a pandemic or, for example, like a terrorist incident or, like, a natural disaster. And it's all clearly, like, signposted and um, explained. You know, if the minister goes into the COBRA meeting, this person takes over. If this person is incapacitated, this person takes over. And there's a clearly structured, like, chain of command um, and also, like, steps as to, like, what's happening, you know, within the wider society. So... I was reading these and it's like, well, how, if you've got these plans in place, how have you got a situation where Vaughan Gethin doesn't know, you know, what's happening with like the test capacity and doesn't know that like the, um, the Carter City Stadium was closed for the bank holiday and everything's obviously been privatized and, and Deloitte running stuff. Yeah. So well, what that like, that suggests to me, obviously, we we, we can't go into press conferences, unfortunately, because we've got press passes, but like, it Would be great for someone to ask them, like, have the you know, these plans like the Pan Wales strategy for stuff like this has this actually been activated and followed? You know, because like what should happen is like, right, this event's been triggered, here's a plan, this is what happens, we've trained for this. But and then we were clicking through, like, like trying to find these documents, like the original documents and these strategies, and we came across like the Wales Resilience Forum, which seems to sort of have like um <laughs> replaced everything in like 2019. And you click on the Wales Resilience Forum (laughs) website, where is it, Um, and it just says, and it's just one, where is it, the Wales Resilience Forum, it just says what we do, Wales Resilience improves Emergency Planning and Preparedness, read more, read more. The following work together, strengthen preparedness, build collect capacity and enhance resilience, Wales Resilience Forum, local resilience forums, other agencies. Their work focuses on the requirements set out in the Civil Contingencies Act 2004. The First Minister for Wales chairs a Wales Resilience Forum. It supports good communication, improves emergency plan across agencies and services, blah, 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 blah. The Joint Emergency Services Group brings together all emergency services in Wales. This includes NHS Wales, Welsh Government Armed Forces, and those senior level. Um, they consider their contribution to civil contingencies and um counter wales um so anyway so the local resilience forums bring together all responder organizations that have duties to cooperate in the civil contingencies act so you know you look at this and you think well this looks pretty good then you click on south wales local resilience Forum, and it says <laughs> website coming soon so this is i think this is like worth exploring you know um there's clearly a plan in place Or, or as you said it might just be the fact that they are following this but they're not being clear about any you know they're not being clear about anything they're not being clear like you know if I was Drakeford I mean I heaven forbid I never turn out like that man but if I was like you know if I was a first minister I would just be updating but also trying to foster this idea of like national unity and just say like listen you know we're trying you know we're like get behind us and it's like they've done the opposite of that haven't they they've just pulled back from public view the press releases have been vague terrible they've been like Gethin and Drakeford neither of them like having any scrutiny on them at all so they've been prickly when they've been asked so no one has a clue what's going on and that is like the worst that's the worst bit being in the dark not knowing what's going on why aren't they taking up these offers of help from other people you know why they haven't hit the testing capacity you know it just feels they, like you've been completely abandoned.
1: Yeah, it does, and it, and there's no sense of urgency or assertiveness at all, as we, as we've said. But that, that that seems to be because the line is that they don't want to oppose Westminster, um, the Westminster plan, um, and they don't want to rock the boat. I mean, today, um, drakeford wrote Gosh. a letter down the street saying "Oh, we you know we want a more four nations approach to what's happening it wasn't remotely critical of of the way that i mean of the of the all the different ways that england are benefiting more from the the current um you know response and the fact that you know ppe is being dished out to england faster than it is the rest of the U- uh, the rest of the uk but it, it just begs the question well what what is the point having a, a, a socialist party in government in Wales, if number one they they don't want to be seen as nationalistic they don't they don't want to do anything different b- because they think it'll look nationalistic or flag waving yeah but they don't want to be positional to the Tories either so what what is the point then you know well, yeah. if they just refer to Westminster on everything and then criticize um those on the left or, or implied. On on any anything that they do um,
0: in Wales,
1: well, you know, it it's,
0: it, yes. it just seems to be no in them at all. Well, listen. it's gonna. I mean, the only the only winners here are gonna be anti-devolutionists um, and like with good reason. But yeah, like you said, Cian, like the mad thing yesterday, people asked Drakeford. I think on the weekend, are you gonna? Because he said, oh, we're not gonna. You know, there was a rumour that Drakeford's gonna like, even if England stops the lockdown, Wales is gonna keep the lockdown in place. Then someone put that question to him, I think, again. And he said, oh, you know, we won't do anything for flag-waving reasons. You know, we'll follow the science. And, like, what I find, like, ridiculous and worrying about that, like, it, it's kind of indicative of his whole mindset. Is it, like, the concept of doing something differently from the Tories in Westminster is instinctively seen as, like, nationalism or flag-waving. And it's just, like, what is wrong with you? Like that's, that, that doesn't make you a nationalist to want to do something different to what Boris Johnson is doing. Like, like how can you not see that? It's just absolute And you've got this situation now where like John McDonnell and like, you know, the good people in the Labour Party, like Corbyn, are holding, you know, uh, criticizing the Tory government strategy. And then you've got Welsh Labour essentially taking to Twitter to defend the Tory strategy because that's, that's their strategy. Um, and it's just, it, it, as you said, what 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 is the point fundamentally of the devolution settlement now? Because it's whether just they,
1: whether they're worried about, um, you know, overstepping the mark or doing something that you know, litigious, I don't know. But, you know, there are lots of things that they could be doing and saying that it, that isn't going to be it going to go against, you know, the kind of. Uh, unionism or the you know the the you know the constitution as it stands the sort of fragile like arrangement that we have i mean i you know they, they could be being more assertive and they could be doing things um differently but they won't and and it just seems well well what's the point then
0: <laughs> i'll tell you i'll tell you what was um but but, but like just just like the you know the the, the fucking up of the testing and the abandoning of the targets is basically how they behave you know all the time in every field you know the deference to Westminster you know that's also how they behave all the time in every field it's just as you know it's been magnified now because of the pandemic if you recall you know the EU withdrawal bill you know when Scotland were like no we're having these powers or the 16 devolved areas or whatever it was um you know, the Welsh government just like and that was Drakeford and they just completely sold like sturgeon out like actually we accept this bill and they gave up the powers they surrendered them to government but and and remember there was that um clip in the plenary when that professor was like given evidence and he said like the way you've behaved means that there's a perception in london that you can just be steamrolled because you're so passive and weak um and that is literally a strategy this it's not just something that's you know new to this pandemic it's a long a long-standing strategy we've said on it's the, like the an podcast awesome, isn't it well yeah we, well we've said this in the on the podcast before I me mean, like roger morgan like doing the you know the 2014 independence referendum in scotland roger morgan openly said wales should be rewarded for not rocking the boat by threatening to be independent you know we should be get more stuff and like that's like that's their strategy that like carl jones followed that like mark drakeford followed um interestingly if you have to sum up devolution welsh labour grassroots you know the air quotes the left of welsh labour um i didn't know there was one but um they woken up only a month into uh only a month into the pandemic and they've written like a letter to to mark you know their friend mark who was like bare mind their candidate um and they've said like we're a bit worried you know like the strongest i mean like within welsh labour like the welsh left are just they're so timid aren't they Pathetic, really, and like there's there's scr- a
2: lot of smiley faces throughout. Um,
0: it. Yeah, and like even then, it's like really encouraging. It's like Mark, like you know. Oh, sorry oh, to bother, you, Mark. Oh, yeah, Mark. It's really awkward. Oh, it's really awkward. Um, hope I Hope you're staying those, safe. That, oh. Yeah, I know those people are dying and that you know in NHS we are dying, but like you're, you know, a bit worried that you you know you're not really departing any any way at all from the Tory approach. Is there any way you could like you know maybe be a bit more socialistic And then he writes this like smiley this, face this let this, this letter back, which is like. Dear Darren, um, you know, dear you- Darren, how you been? <laughs> thank you for your letter, and it was like it just lists the ways in which Mark Draper like claims that Wales has like acted differently during the um the pandemic, and like I won't read it because it's like it's so embarrassingly awful and just like pathetic, but like it's the stuff they've done, like none of it that like, they've apparently done differently, none of it would like a like stop people dying or, or like you know protect NHS staff. Or B, um, actually, like improve life for working class people. So it was just like the ultimate tinkering around the edges sort of stuff, which kind of sums up their whole approach. And then the other thing that's happened is like they they all took to Twitter the other day and they were like going on about like how sky lanterns have been <laughs> have been banned, and it was like if you're thinking of sending up a sky lantern to celebrate the NHS,
1: <laughs> don't Make
0: think again. Think again. And then people were, like better do it on the other oh, side. We of the banned side of- sky lanterns <laughs> in Wales. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, OK, like well done. You know, like, why, why hasn't that been banned, like, years and years ago when people were, like, literally saying, oh, you know, we're so much more progressive. But, like, the thing is, I've also noticed this mad thing happening where, like, nationalists, I won't name them, but, like, any ardent nationalists are, like, <laughs> they're, like, willing the Welsh government to do anything differently because they can point point. they're, like, oh, look, like, you know, because people obviously know that devolution is under threat now because you don't have to be a genius to see that, like, the Welsh government have been so awful that this is going to be a massive backlash against them. Um, so you've got, like, nationalists who, like, hate the Welsh government who are, like, praising them when they do anything different because they're, like, they're desperate to show, like, the, that there is a point, you know, to devolution because they don't want to lose it. And the best one I saw was the other day was, like, the Welsh government were, like, we are the first government in the world to, like, have a Zoom meeting. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, like no, I was like, no, like no, you aren't. You're just like the first fucking people who are petty enough that they like they you count things that you're the first at doing, even when you're not the first. Oh, we with the first, you know, and people were like at someone was like, One nil, Wales, Westminster. And I was like, oh my god. Like it's like so so unbelievably like irrelevant and pointless. And people are taking it as like a, a sign of like a devolution dividend. It's just <laughs> it summons lack. Up the, the, lack of, the lack of like class analysis and like political education in this country is like absolutely terrifying. Um, it's just, it, it's absolutely, it is, it really is, it is completely surreal. Um, you've got like court, like what well, stenographers, you know, in Laura Coonsburg Rob and the whole liberal press are there to like defend the government from the public and rather than scrutinize them. E- even they can't. Disguise the fact that there's been massive ups, You know the fact that people are dying. This is going to like politicise. In theory, it should politicise thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Who, it doesn't matter what media you consume. If something happens in your day to day life, like you're a frontline worker and you haven't got a mask, or you've been told to work somewhere because, um, you know that's unsafe, for example, or your relative has been. You know that is something that will, should politicise you. And make you realize like a lot of people should be realizing that like this ruling class the government not only are they completely incompetent it it should do away with the idea that like the you know the right people are in charge and they're there for a reason because they're talented but it should show people well these people literally don't care if I die if I live or die I'm just like chattel- yeah i'm I'm just completely superfluous um to these people um so in this period the left needs to be literally like you know leading flying into the the breach in the defenses and politicizing and telling people like like the mad thing about the nhs in the uk and this insane like the nhs is an explicitly socialist like it couldn't be more of a socialist project it was literally designed like by you know bevan from tradiga and you know it was resisted by the, you know, by doctors by gps by the tories it was re- like it was resisted like the nhs has been so depoliticized that people just think it's this thing that exists rather than something that was like fought for by someone who just dis- who who considered himself a marxist
1: yeah, and despised charity as well
0: yeah and now we've got that poor old bloke marching around the guard like but like so th- yeah this, and and this flashbacks like and but this is the but this is the point though like the left should now be trying to politicise like this as much as possible and saying like well you know hospitals are on their ass because of austerity that's a political choice you know um, the NHS is something that is a socialist idea you know it can't be Boris and that can't be trusted with it um, but instead you've got and you should also have like union leadership like encouraging people to walk out but instead you've got someone like Keir Starmer saying like ah oh, the government are doing the best you know like he's completely He's completely given up, and what's happening is the British government are—they're fighting back. Like you know, they were on the ropes. You know, they, they know that there's a crisis, and they and they've lost legitimacy. But instead, you know, you've got Boris mysteriously going to hospital. There's that narrative to you know take the heat off. Oh, now he's like come back. He what a brave bloke. Um, what a soldier. Um, you've got the claps, which obviously the claps are amazing. They're great for morale, but they're what they're clearly part of the big. Just like this old Captain Tom marching around his garden, they're being used to depoliticise the whole thing to, oh, to it's push like this blitz narr-
2: spirit as well, isn't it? Just yeah, like, to push this know,
0: narrative of we're all in it together. And like, what's going to happen? Like, you can tell now, is that like, if we're not careful, there's just going to be like a state funeral for all the dead NHS workers and like delivery drivers and bus drivers and stuff. And the Queen will come out, and the like, the red arrows will do a flyby, and there'll be like a you know like a cenotaph type thing will be unveiled. And then we'll go back to having like mass austerity, and and it's just I don't know, it's just just, I just find it.
1: No, you're right. No, you're absolutely right, and yeah, I agree. And like one of the things that has been highlighted is, uh, yeah, like all you know, as you say, it's undermined the the political legitimacy of the um, of the current kind of consensus.
0: Well, austerity,
1: yeah. If you look at, but if you look at how quickly. I mean, in fairness, how quickly these hospitals have been built, these field hospitals. And it goes to show that when there is the political will to like to build infrastructure quickly when it's when it's needed, then it's not it's not some ridiculous socialistic pipe dream. It's like completely possible. Like even the Tories are coming out now and saying that they they're talking about giving free routers,
0: you know, yeah, they're enact they're enacting the the labour.
1: schools like that's exa- like exactly what was ridiculed only six five
2: five so, months ago. We couldn't afford it, like you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. So,
0: yeah. But we've got. Well, this is the thing. The left have got to work. Like... politicised,
1: as you say, and I think and it won't be really until i think a lot of people right now i mean me included I, I, you know more or less in hibernation and like just trying to fucking being survive in with that yeah well yeah so yeah, I think it is it is,
0: the, try, it is the, trying it's hard isn't it
1: so, yeah i think a lot of the cracks are going to show when the the lockdown is started to be lifted and i think it is it becomes clear just how many people have lost their jobs and how how um financially you know strapped people are uh hopefully then, you know, they'll there'll need to be a push.
0: Um, well yeah. I've got I've got friends who now, you know, having to sign on for the first time. And again, that's something that I'm not I'm not like I'm not saying that everyone has to go through like bad patches in their life to be a socialist. I mean that's pretty much how I became a socialist is, you know, when you see things happen to people through no fault of their own. You know, people losing their jobs or people falling on hard times. That's the whole point of the safety social safety net. You know, when you when you see people who've who are having a tough time and this, you know, it'sn't it's not their fault. Um obviously that's the narrative that has been destroyed by neoliberalism and it's the idea that if you're on the bottom it's because yeah. you're lacking something or because of your own individual failures or you didn't work hard enough. And I think a lot of people should hopefully now see that like, oh actually this could happen to anyone, I could be laid off tomorrow. And then I've got people who I know who have like signed on and they've said to me, like, Well, when do I get my money? And I'm like, yeah, in six weeks. And people just can't believe it. Because oh,
2: no, no, like, they, or they think they'll be getting like a grand or something.
0: Be well, like, but, but, but people have, a lot of people have, have never had to be, you know, they've never come into contact with this idea. They never, Like that feeling of like, oh, shit, you know, like I haven't got a job or, you know, this, my safety net's been taken away is a is a extremely sobering one. And I, I would like, on the one hand, I don't want people to go through it because I know how bad it is but on the other hand if it can serve to highlight to people actually the system is barbaric yeah. you know to experience it firsthand you know my, like my mate was you know people were you know, saying how impossible it is to negotiate the universal credit website and yeah it is it's extreme and it's designed to be like that but if you haven't had to do it before it remains an abstract thing like oh yeah it must be bad but you know it'll never happen to me so as again hopefully these things can act like as you know, they can politicize people and make them realize, you know, like, well, oh shit, you know, I had not thought about that before. But you know, that's up to the left to, to to harness it. And I just, I don't know, I don't really see that happening. From well, definitely not the Labour Party. Yeah. Give up. Why don't people just let it, just accept it's dead? Or like, uh, anyway, that's an that's another episode. Oh yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's parliamentary socialism, isn't it? Well, that's another episode.
2: Um, anything else, boys? Keir Starmer looks like a drunken butcher from the
0: country. Okay, Um, right. Shout out as ever to the uh, key workers, NHS staff. Um, Just yeah, just it's it's very humbling to think about what they're doing. Um, Beefs as ever, the Welsh government. Just sort your act out, Um, British government. um, Yeah. And that's yeah, I think that's That's fairly.
1: Uh, to voice wales they've been doing really oh similar. yeah fair play yeah if you
0: if you're not following Voice voice.wales or indoor you should follow them both now because they are both uh, been producing some amazing things stories from the front line
1: also shout out to um well yeah dan's been learning to play guitar and um, yeah he's banned so shout, shout out to his new band because um they just done a really good cover of an Avana song, so I'll try. To, we'll put like a little clip of it on. Yeah, it's so tasty.
0: I thought I nailed it. I thought I nailed it. He um, did as good
1: as emotional. Voice. You have got a good voice,
0: Dan.
1: Mm. Thanks,
2: uh, my, my shout outs uh, to my brand new niece uh, June Gweno Kush, and uh, also uh, my sister set up a WhatsApp group so she could say, pick, share, uh, share pictures of the kids. And I uh, I ruined it within less than a day, so she's not currently speaking to me. <laughs> and so, alright, oh, shout out to Blood Meridian, is that this is great
1: product. Just like <laughs> what was that?
2: Apology
1: or you just um, No, just I think I should <laughs> apologise <you> <laughs> to be honest.
2: Yeah, I was just messing around and someone took offence and left, and then it all imploded.
0: Just remember, Nath, The issue is the quantum, not the ambition. Well, that's what I tried to say, but no one was listening. <laughs> right thanks for listening um see you next time uh, any stories or anything like that related to covid dm us on twitter follow us at Destination wales um i will chat to you soon bye right. thanks bye. good evening